We're talking bucking horses, the latest news. We've got updates, market recaps. We've got it all. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us on this all-new episode, episode number 140, if I'm not mistaken, on the Ranch It Up Radio Show. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. A big thank you goes out to our partners, the American Gelby Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, Westway Feed Products, Allied Genetic Resources, Livestock Market, Equine Market, and AuctionTime.com, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Cow Country News, you know, the cow stuff. Our top news story, and no doubt y'all have heard the scuttlebutt about this one, and if it puts a burr under my saddle, I guarantee it's going to put a burr under yours, or I sure hope it does. Two companies, Upside Foods and Good Meat. That's the name of the companies now, Upside Foods and Good Meat. We're going to talk about them in a little bit here. They have received final U.S. Department of Agriculture, USDA approval to sell lab-grown meat paving the way for the nation's first ever sales of the product. Did you hear that? Lab-grown meat. With the approvals, the United States will become the second country after Singapore to allow the sale of the so-called cultivated meat, which is derived from a sample of livestock cells that are fed and grown in steel vats, in stainless steel containers. Y'all hearing me on this one? Lab-grown meat is created using cells from living animals, such as a fertilized egg, which is incubated and grown into large masses of meat. The product is then cut and restructured into facsimiles of regular butchered meat products. The companies are the first to complete the multi-step U.S. approval process for cultured meat. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration has already determined that the meat is safe to eat. That's one step, is that the meat is safe to eat. The other step is What are we potentially doing to the environment if there are groups and individuals like uh, Good Meat and like this other company, Upside Foods, that are trying to remove livestock production from the land? We're going to come back to that here in a little bit. The companies, which both make cultivated chicken, plan to first serve their product at high-end restaurants. I believe the first one is in uh, San Francisco, if I'm not mistaken, before scaling production to reach a lower cost for grocery stores. Now, good meat owner and operator, Josh Tietrich, says, and I quote, instead of all of that land and all of that water that's used to feed all of these animals that are slaughtered, we can do it a different way. Now, from their website, from the Good Meat Company website, they boast this by saying that, quote, good meat is real meat made without tearing down a forest or taking a life. We're the first and only company in the world to sell cultured meat made from cells instead of slaughtered animals, unquote. Again, from the Good Meat website. Y'all can go there and check it out. The final approval comes after the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, issued a no-questions response to Good Meat in March of this year, making the company's lab-grown chicken products safe to eat. Upside Foods received a similar approval in November of 2022. Now, here's... Oh, Boy, how do I got to dissect? It puts a burr under my saddle in so many different ways. One is the fact that we've just gone down this road, and that is inevitable. That is inevitable, crew, that there was going to be some science that was going to take us down the road. But now here it is on the forefront, but this is what is very concerning to me, is those individuals that are in the position of making decisions. Let me read this quote again from the company website. Good meat is real meat without... 
or excuse me, good meat is real meat made without tearing down a forest or taking a life. Here is a company that doesn't understand environmentally the extremely positive and necessary impacts that livestock need to have on our lands and our grasses and our crops in the air that we breathe. So this is the challenge that we all have right now. And I know that there are so many of you that are literally in the baler as we speak, or you are, you've you got the radio turned up and you are greasing the pickup head. I get it. I understand. And you're saying, no, uh, I'm too busy bailing. Hey, I'm, I'm too busy raising cattle. I'm fixing water gaps. I'm fixing to start harvesting pretty soon. I understand that. But within our lifetime, I guarantee every single one of us that is at the end of dirt roads, that is in the ranching business, that we're raising in the livestock business, we are going to be charged with educating people, educating our customers, because there are more people out there that are not at the end of dirt roads. There are more individuals that do not understand what we do, why we do it, and how we do it. We talk about it all the time on the show. We hear about it from all of the literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of guests that uh, we have on the Ranch It Up radio show that talk about telling our story and why we need to tell our story, why we need to educate, why we need to be proactive. It's not just a few of us out here that are being proactive and that we are advocating for this industry. It's not just a few of us anymore that can do this. It's all of us that collectively need to come together. So here's my challenge is to, I understand how a lot of us can't tell that story or feel that we can't. And I respect that and I understand that. But I'm going to say, here's where we definitely need to get involved. And if that is get involved in your local grazing association, your livestock association, on a national level, on a regional level, whatever it is, get involved, not just join the association, but get involved and volunteer or be on a committee or whatever the case is. Because I guarantee that this subject right here is at the top of a, all of these different livestock associations that we have. I know this is ticker going off a little bit, but by golly, we are at the point that it is now happening and that train is moving and we can't slow it down. And that's unfortunately, in my opinion anyway, the situation that we're in. This train is moving and there is nothing that's going to slow it down. So the best that we can do is come together collaboratively and educate people. And when we can't, like I said, when we're not in that position, Please take the opportunity to get involved in whatever association that we can. Because what do they say? Power is in numbers, right? All right. Okay. With that, on to other news. In regards to the story that we just brought you and me going off on a tangent on it, I find this one extremely interesting. Now, the U.S. Department of Agriculture announced $115 million in grants to more than a dozen smaller meat and poultry processors in 17 states. Now, according to USDA Secretary Tom Vilsack that he said in a news release, the investments are intended to increase independent meat and poultry processing capacity, expand market opportunities for farms, and create additional jobs in rural areas. He goes on to say that while American farmers and ranchers have been responding to the demand to produce more, their commodities have struggled to see their share of the benefits. Do you find this interesting? Oh, it's kind of two sides of the story here, both at the same time. Projects getting funds are in Colorado, Connecticut, Georgia, Indiana, Iowa, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Montana, New York, North Dakota, Ohio, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, and Wisconsin. 
And wrapping up with our final news story, dry conditions persist in certain areas of the Midwest and they continue to impact pastures and ranges despite recent rainfall in other regions. That is according to the U.S. Seasonal Drought Outlook released by NOAA, the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration's monthly report ending the month of June. Now, the report indicated that drought conditions are expected to continue or slightly improve in the eastern Corn Belt and the Great Plains region. Although pasture and range conditions have improved compared to last year in some areas, challenges remain for Texas and Illinois, areas of Kansas, and they are unlikely to see relief in the coming months, the report projected. On the other hand, Wyoming and Oklahoma exhibit more favorable conditions, they say, with 62 and 54 percent of their pasture acres in good condition, respectively. 35% of pasture and range acres in the lower 48 states are in good condition with an additional 35% in fair condition. While these figures are consistent with the previous week, they represent a similar improvement compared to last year at this time when only 28% were in good condition and 27% were in fair condition. Similar conditions are ongoing in parts of Canada as the country and its producers are also dealing with a shrinking cattle herd and that is what is making news in cow country coming up we're talking bucking horses we're going to go back to the rodeo arena and this one is all about the champions in the history and it is all for a wonderful cause crew the ranch it up radio show will be back with more plus we've got market recaps coming up towards the end of the show so stay with us we'll be back after this It's called sustainability, and we all need it in the cow herd to remain profitable. Sustainability starts with the cow, and it's found in the maternal strength of Gelvy and Balancer females. It's hard to imagine, but weaning time will be here before you know it, and we're going to be faced with how are we going to replace those cold females, and what are we going to replace them with? Well, the answer is real simple. Create sustainability with Gelvy and Balancer females. Smart, reliable, profitable. Livestockmarket.com puts you in control when buying or selling commercial livestock, seed stock, or show stock. The easy-to-use online platform at Livestockmarket.com offers private treaty, online auction, and live auction internet bidding. Animals are sold before they ever leave your place. And with Livestockmarket.com, there's no middleman. Buyers connect directly with livestock and hay producers. There's no easier way to find buyers for cattle, sheep, goats, pigs, and hay. Sell on your terms today with LivestockMarket.com. Watch RFD-TV anytime, anywhere on all your connected devices with RFD-TV now. Simply go to WatchRFDTV.com and sign up for just $9.99 a month or save more and pay just $89.99 for the year. You can begin streaming RFDTV live right away and have access to your favorite shows 24-7 on demand. Go to WatchRFDTV.com, sign up, and start streaming today. Welcome back to the Ranch It Up Radio Show, the most information packed into a 30-minute program that you can find anywhere. It's your All Things Ranching newscast, and so glad to be with you. If you've got questions, comments, concerns, criticisms, you can call or you can text us at 707-RANCH20. That is 707-726-2420. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Prowling around social media at ranch it up show let's talk rodeo for a bit and now if we could bring the best of the best bronc riders together in one place at one location 
Would I have your attention? Heck yeah, I think is the answer on that one. So ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the 67th annual Champions Ride Saddle Bronc match in Sentinel Butte, North Dakota. Now for more than six decades, the match has been the premier Saddle Bronc competition. This event has a history of promoting the top-ranked Cowboys and Broncs. Past champions are literally a who's who in Saddle Bronc riding, including Jim Tesher, Alvin Nelson. We're going to hear those names a lot in just a little bit. Check out this list. Larry Mayhem, Butch Small, Louis Field, Brad Germanson, Robert Etbauer, Dan Mortensen, Ty Murray, Rod Hay, Cody Wright. Last year, it was Zeke Thurston who won the champion's ride. Now, the match will be celebrating its ninth year as a sanctioned extreme bronc riding event by the PRCA. That's the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. 32 Cowboys ride a bronc to compete in the long go, all right? Now, the top 12 highest scores advance to the short round to compete for the title and the cash. The prize money that a Cowboy wins counts towards their earnings to qualify for the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo in Las Vegas. Now, the Champions Ride not only has a rich history of Cowboys, but also as a major fundraiser for the organization Home on the Range. Now, Home on the Range is a nonprofit organization which helps abused, neglected, and traumatized teenage boys and girls. In 1957, the fledging Home on the Range relied heavily on donations to care for the children. Now, the rodeo itself is truly a class act, but more importantly, it brings people to the home on the range to see a working ranch and a cutting edge ranch at that. We're going to have more on the ranch side of things coming up in the next few episodes, but it's dedicated to helping homeless, troubled, neglected, and traumatized children. Now, a group of cowboys, they got together to create the match of champions to raise money for the home on the range. And now some 60-plus years later, this is still the main intent of the champions ride. And today I have Gary Tesher, son of champion bronc rider Jim Tesher, sharing some of the history of the Champions Ride. Take me back in time a little bit of of how the the Champions Ride started at, at Home on the Range. I mean, how did this all begin? It was the brainchild of Dad and Uncle Tom and Ray Snell from Dickinson. It was their idea or plan, whatever you want to call it. And the first match was May nineteenth, um, nineteen fifty seven. And I was there, and I remember it. It was really cold, low, overcast. Cowboys built a fire behind the chutes to keep warm. But I looked in my mom's diary, because uh, I didn't know the exact date. I just knew it was May, but she said May 19th. Um, went to early mass and then the home and range rodeo, really cold and windy. The gym won second one goal, and Elvin Nelson won the average. The first quite a few years, it was what they called North Dakota against the world, and it was five North Dakota Cowboys against world champions. So it was Dad and Uncle Tom, Dwayne Howard, uh, Joe Chase, uh, O. Alvin Nelson. Gary, kind of tell me the breakdown again of who is all riding, who's going to be represented. The top seven bronc riders from the Badlands circuit. They're in there, and then the next 25 or 26 are usually the top bronc riders in the world. The 67th annual Home on the Range Champions Ride Saddle Bronc match will be August 5th. The gates are going to open up at 11 o'clock. That is mountain time, by the way. Pre-rodeo at 12.30, and then we're going to buck the first horses at 1. That's correct, right, Gary? A lot of people come early. We just have one little bleacher 
They can bring lawn chairs or else just sit on, bring blankets or whatever and just sit on the hillside. You know, we've modernized, of course, in in the athletes in the Bronx and the talent and that sort of thing. But in terms of the spectators, I think it's awfully darn cool that you show up and you can, it's like the old days gear, you back your truck up against the, the arena fence, you can sit on the end gate, and like you said, people sit on blankets on the hillside, you sit on lawn chairs, and everyone just kind of hangs out together. Yeah, that's right, and that's like a, that's why they come early, I think, because they, they see people they maybe haven't seen all year, social event with a, a bronc riding. <laughs> um, wasn't there, and, wasn't and there that, a time, though, that there was local guys versus national guys, or am I just imagining? Well, that was at the very beginning, because okay. it was the five North Dakota guys who were basically local guys, but they were all top bronc riders, you know, well, Elvin was... Uh, world champion, Dad the second. Uncle Tom was final several times. Um, Dwayne Howard was several times, and so was Joe Chase, and that was the original five. When we had our 50th, every world champion except one had been there. Oh, wow. And that was, I'm saying, world champions from 57 on. Every world champion except one had been there. It is the premier event, the 67th annual Home on the Range Champions Ride Saddle Bronc match going on August 5th, 2023 in Sentinel Butte, North Dakota. Join us. And when I say join us, yeah, Beck and I are going to be out there taking it in. And for those who like games of chance, there is some of that too now. A live Calcutta will be Friday, August 4th at the North Dakota Cowboy Hall of Fame in Medora, North Dakota. If you haven't been there, crew, you need to put this on your bucket list. You need to join us. Now, guests will have the opportunity to bid on a Cowboy's chance of winning at the match. Now, if you are the winning bid on the Cowboy and he places in the top eight at the match, you win some of that money back. A second Calcutta takes place during the intermission of the match on Saturday. Now, at this time, guests will have the opportunity to bid on the top Cowboys and their skills that make the qualifying short round. So, Gary Tesher, thank you so much for joining us. Gary is on the rodeo committee out there, one of many individuals on a volunteer basis that come together to help put on the Champions Ride Saddle Bronc match each and every year and again with proceeds going back to the home on the range. For more information and for tickets, go to hotrnd.com, all right? hotrnd.com. Or you can call Beck and I. If you have questions, we'll visit with you about it. Give us a shout at 707-726-2420 and our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. And we'll see you all there at the 67th Annual Home on the Range Champions Ride Saddle Bronc Match, August 5th in Sentinel Butte, North Dakota. Stick around. We've got a lot more of the Ranch It Up radio show, and it's coming up right after this. EquineMarket.com puts you in control of buying and selling horses of all breeds and disciplines. The easy-to-use online platform at equinemarket.com offers private treaty sale, online auction, and live auction internet bidding. Horses never leave the farm until the buyer arrives. And because buyers connect directly with sellers, there's no middleman. Sell horses and hay on your terms today with equinemarket.com. You asked for it, you got it. Watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. 
get the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. The Ranch It Up Radio Show. It's all things ranching, cattle, cowboy, and markets, some history, lots of news and information, topics to help you put dollars back into your pocket. That's just a little bit of what you will hear each and every week, and we strive to bring you what you need. Now, if there is a subject that you want us to cover, a sale barn, say a producer you want us to talk to, get a hold of us anytime. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call or text us at 707-RANCH-20. And remember, it's your program, not ours. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ranch It Up radio show. We are getting back into reporting sale barns. Everybody's been watching to see just how high these prices will go. This is Bassett, Nebraska. Bassett Livestock, their June 28th sale. Y'all got to be sitting down for this one. This is incredible. And if you miss some of these, email me or text me and I will send this information or you can go to BassettLivestock.com and view their market reports. These are blacks. These are reds. These are baldies. I'm just throwing everything together. Let's start out with a heifer calves this time. Holy smokes. Here we go. Here's a group of black 567 weight heifers at 267. Here's some 516 weight heifers at 281. Here's another big swath of five weight heifers at 287. Another big, big bunch of five and a half weight heifers at 279. Here's some 615 weights at 263. I mean, the, the prices just go on and on and on. They're absolutely fantastic. Here is some eight weight heifers. Are you ready for this? Eight weight black heifers at 208. And I'm going to have some heavier cattle here in just a sec. Um, Onto the steers is where I'm going to move now. Here is a group. These are red steers. 667 weights at 269. Some red steers. 644 weights at 271. Some lighter weight steers. Some five and a quarter weights at 301. 676 weight steers. A group of black steers coming in at 277. Another group of five and a half weight steers. These are all black steers at 311. Y'all writing these down? Now, on to the heavier cattle. Some eight weight black heifers at 230 and a half. Some 821 weight black heifers at two and a quarter. We've got some 740 weight heifers at 232. I'm literally just going down the list and grabbing some as I'm going. Some of these bigger loads. Here are some just a tick under nine weights. They're 897 weight blacks and black white face heifers. There's a big swath of them that went two. 12. Here is a group of another black heifers, 824 weights at two bucks even, some 629 weights at 262. Onto the steers. Here's a group, a big bunch. Here's a pot load of Char Cross steers, 828 weights at 227 and a quarter. Now, listen to this one. If there are bell ringers, this one is ringing it over and over and over again. These are 1,035 weight black steers. Okay. The whole works was black. There was, uh, let's see, one, two, three pots of these. 232 and a quarter. I'm going to repeat that over again. 1,035 weight black steers in Bassett, Nebraska, 232 and a quarter. This is incredible on these things. Here are some red white face steers, 886 weight steers at 221.75. Now some breeding cattle, some bred cows, some younger bred cows, anywhere from 24 up to 2,600 bucks. We've got some yearling pairs coming in at $2,900. That's yearling pairs at $2,900. 
June 28th. That's a recap of their sale in Bassett, Nebraska, BassettLivestock.com for more information. If you want me to report on a particular sale or a barn, or you want me to watch one, I will be more than happy to oblige. Just fire me an email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Text me that information to 707-726-2420. Mark Van Zee with LivestockMarket.com. Coming up this Wednesday, July 12th, we have our small livestock online auction. Bidding opens at just $10 a head, no reserves, all lots will sell. Over 150 head of sheep, goats, and pigs. Featured lots include 75 door for Katahdin, Easy Care, open replacement ewe lamb, 75 pounds, home raised and ready for you to breed this fall from Crawford Hair Sheep in Ord, Nebraska. 15 purebred, painted desert bred ewes. Two to four years old, they'll kid July through August. Bighorn genetics, delivery available from Long Bar Ranch in El Dorado, Texas. 24, Bordeaux, exposed to a paint buck. They'll kid mid-August through September. Up to date on shots and hooves from Riverside Livestock in Fall City, Nebraska. 7, Nigerian, dwarf pygmy does. Some with kids, they're 40 pounds, three to five years old. And they got seven kids aside from Hemphill Farms in Ranger, Texas. 7, registered Toggenberg does. Two with kids. They've been exposed to a buck, CDD vaccinated, handled daily, and bucket trained from Wall Farms in Blacksburg, Virginia. Four purebred Nigerian dwarf bucklings with the ability to register. They're 25 pounds, three are pulled, one's not. They're up to date on their horns and CPD shots from Keckler Farms in Fenton, Michigan. Bidding is currently live, but all lots will sell the morning of Wednesday, July 12th. Got sheep, goats, or pigs to sell? Regular small livestock online auctions second Wednesday of every month on LivestockMarket.com and AuctionTime.com. And that's going to wrap it up for today. A big thank you to all of our guests. Gary Tesher with the 67th Annual Home on the Range Champions Ride Saddle Bronc Match, which will be coming to Sentinel Butte, North Dakota, August 5th. Mark Vanzi with LivestockMarket.com. And, of course, the boss lady, Rebecca Warner a.k.a. Beck. A big thank you goes out to our partners, the American Gelby Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, the Fence Post, Westway Feed Products, Allied Genetic Resources, Livestock Market, Equine Market, and AuctionTime.com, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler and Crew. So glad you all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Actually, 140 times now as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at ranch it up show our email ranch it up show at gmail.com you can call and text us 24 7 at 707-726-2420 at 707 ranch 20 spread the good word and join us again next week where it's always tigger approved stay ranchy and ranch it up <laughs>